Hello and welcome to Criterion. Close up. Meow, meow. <laughs> I'm Mark Kearney here with Cat uh, Aaron to talk about. Uh, that one was not re- prepared, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prepare for house. No, no, you just got to go off the cuff. Meow, 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 meow. Uh, yeah, I, I think we'll be playing the cat song a little bit later, too, but uh, yeah. scary. Scary. No, so, not really. Not, not scary. Here to talk about, uh, let me hear your house, Aaron. House. House. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, we are here to uh, talk about house. We actually talked about this, uh, what, a year ago, right? And, yeah, uh, yeah a long time. Lost the audio, unfortunately, so we thought we'd uh, come back to house. We were here with uh, Keith Silva talking about house and pairing it with The Shining, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, had an audio snafu. So uh, I think we, you ended up uh, talking about it, kind of sharing some of our takes. But uh, you know, we figured before we get into it, we'd talk a little bit about what what we thought. Uh, that was a, a little bit more of an analytical episode. This one's going to be a little more fun. Yeah, this is a well. We're, we're calling it the house suit party. So there this we is, go. A, yeah. It's just we're gonna mess around. We're not gonna bring any insights, or maybe not other than like what the actual you know what. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's just gonna be a fun episode. Uh, let down our hair. Uh, if people want to just hear how bonkers we think this film is, then this is the episode for you. And yeah. this film is absolutely friggin' bonkers. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And it gets better with age too. Maybe. It does, yeah. <laughs> Repeat viewings. Yeah. Anything to say about the, you know, our, our first episode um, that uh, you remember, Aaron, anything that stuck out to you? Well, I remember um, I remember just sitting down thinking, oh, we just recorded this awesome episode, and then I lost a track. And I can't even remember who, whose it was, if it was yeah, yours or mine. Um, I just remember, and I think I called you. I was like, oh, shit. Damn oh, by it. the way, we're, we're custom on this episode, so... Um, Oh shit! Uh, looking for uh, this track and never got it back. So I had to do like a, I think if I remember I haven't re-listened, but I think we saved like five six minutes of it. Yeah, that's and then right. Just like tacked on an intro. Yeah, and then we had the shining. So then you explained it and yeah, yeah that was unfortunate. But you know we did talk about some of the you know some some fun stuff, the camera tricks, and I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit. But uh, yeah, a little bit, it'll be fun. It was the cat. It cursed us. Yep, it, the curse of the cat. That's it right. spewed Kool-Aid all over our friggin' episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Those shining, shiny green eyes. But, well, without further ado, we should introduce our guests because it, we would be remiss if we talked about House without guests who hopefully appreciate the film. And maybe not. We'll, we'll find out. But uh, welcome, <laughs> Dave and Jessica, to Criterion Close-Up. Hello. 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 Thank you for having us. Yes, thank yeah. you for having me again as your... Yeah, and Dave, okay. And my, Dave. Dave's back, but Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> my 27th appearance, Jess's first. That's, yeah. oh, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> I think you, 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 Dave, I think are our quickest repeat guest because we just had you Ooh. for Zetoichi, So That's true. That yeah, one I can yeah. say and be honest about. Right. Yeah, he's yeah. the quickest. So I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. So we know Dave, but uh, how about Jessica? We'd like to lo- know a little bit about you, Jessica. Hello. So I am, I, oh, I am a teacher. I teach eighth grade tech ed. I coach soccer. And Excellent. I love, love movies. Um, horror is my wheelhouse. I... I will watch any horror movie like that you put in front of me. I my, I have a soft spot for 80s slashers. Mm. So anything from like the late 70s to the early 90s is the sweet spot. And I feel as though I've kind of like exhausted them all. I'm, I'm always looking for yeah. new ones. <laughs> yeah. um, but so House is, is a horror movie. I'm going to just say that it's a horror movie. So I, I truly appreciate it. So I'm excited to be here. So, That's would you great. watch uh, Garbage Pail Kids? I 
have not seen that. Yes, you have. You watched it on Netflix. I did? Yeah. Wow. See? <laughs> this is another issue with me. <laughs> I don't remember. She's amnesiac. <laughs> I, we go to the video store, and I'm like, oh, man, Hell Night with Linda Blair. This looks amazing. Let's rent it. Dave's like, you've seen this. I'm like, no, I haven't. And he's like, yeah, you, and, and I have seen it. Dude, I that have. happens. That ha- that's, I think that's just part of being a cinephile. I forget yeah. stuff all the time. I, I just uh, watched Kiki's Delivery Service uh, the other day thinking I hadn't seen that. I'm not a horror. Uh, mm-hmm. well, yeah. I guess ca- ca- it has cats, like, though. It and wi- it's a witch thing. Um, Black one. So, yeah, I, if closest G- Ghibli uh, has to horror. Okay. But I turned it on. I was like, oh, okay, I'm a new Ghibli. Like, Shit, I've seen this. <laughs> so, all right. Well, yeah, Je- I, we've heard Just Gone Wrong Reel, and I think that's it, right? Yes, yes. And I think it's safe to say that she is the coolest cinephile girlfriend in on the planet. So, oh, you, nice. you are a charmer. Well, I'm married, so my, I guess my wife is the coolest. <laughs> so. There you go. Okay, that's there better. You go. Yeah. Good, good save. Yeah. Good save. Yes. Yeah. Good save. Uh, she's upstairs asleep. So. Uh, nice. So whenever we see uh, Dave, by the way, is a great follow on Twitter. I know we mentioned yes. this on the last yes. episode. And, you know, I love seeing what you're watching, Dave. So can we assume that whenever we see what you're watching, that Jessica is watching the same thing? No, not always. No. A lot of this. But sometimes I try to do the now watching when it's when we're watching together. But typically when it's now watching, it is what I put on after she's fallen asleep on the ah. at maybe <laughs> okay. like 10 o'clock or I something. I get up early. I have about 150 children. I am like yeah. done by by nine o'clock. I can't do it anymore. I get it. But uh, there, there are sometimes that maybe if I'm watching something on a Saturday morning, she'll be like, "What in the world are you watching right now?" Yeah, but yeah. but and then I'll start. Like that happened with uh, "Merry Christ- Christmas, Mr. Mr. Lawrence,", Lawrence yeah. and I ended up loving that. Oh, so. cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, hey, honey, welcome home. How about some Antonioni? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm binge watching Zedowichi. Well, about we're it. thrilled to have you both. Um, well, thank you. And, and I guess, yeah, you too, Dave. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, I guess I was a joint package. You couldn't get Jess without, like, we got to get Jess, that's, but how are we going to get true. into Dave? That's true. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Couldn't get that you're, past you. Your Jess is a gateway drug to a <laughs> podcast. So. <laughs> Well, Excellent. this is a perfect uh, episode for uh, for Jessica, and, and I guess you too, Dave. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's Jesus. nice to have you know the the two of you here. I don't know if we've ever done this. Had a two guests at the same time, and uh, hopefully you know we'll get two perspectives. Right? We'll get yeah. um, you know the both of you on here. I actually have a, a question I think for Jess uh, a little bit later that I, I didn't let on. So yeah, and, and you know this is a movie that's just full of girls, and mm-hmm. how that would be just totally un- inappropriate for us to just be three guys. So that's probably why it broke last time. Agreed. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. On purpose. It was the spirit of Mr. Togo. So, should we uh, transition into House? Uh, there's a partway through the movie. There's a, a skeleton song, and uh, folks, of course, uh, have seen the film. They'll recognize this. So, we'll take a quick break and come back with House. Yeah. It's a scary song. Meow, meow, I, I, meow. That might be the most frightening thing in the entire film. Is that song? <laughs> I, I hate cats now, <laughs> and I have two of them. I don't know. I, I don't really. <laughs> We're gonna. I hate. I hate cat posters. <laughs> oh, we yes. have a we have a cat poster in our living room because it's the house poster in our living it, room. Well, it is the focal point of our living room. Yes, we have Excellent. neighbors might wanna, visit. Not want to carry any uh, red Kool Aid because. It's gonna be. It's gonna flood your your house. You know, <laughs> All over the floor. If, if someone doesn't appreciate house, they'll just get drowned in red Kool Aid when they come in. Yeah, and, and we don't have many many friends of, of neighbors because <laughs> I think we have scared them with our poster. So or or killed them. I will, you know, <laughs> or we would never know. We <laughs> no, we definitely have not killed anyone. We definitely would admit that on a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to. Uh... I tried to scare my daughter with the uh, the cover of it last night. I always try to get her to say house, and uh, she doesn't. She just says kitty cat. Like, Isn't this a scary cat? She's like, no, it's a kitty cat. She's 12, you know. But. Yeah. 
It how adorbs. <laughs> <laughs> adorbs. So uh, we thought we'd, uh, you know, again, just kind of recap some of our, our, our first impressions. We did share a little bit about that earlier. But, of course, this is House or Haosu uh, from director uh, Nobuhiko Obayashi. It's a, uh, from an original story from his daughter, uh, Kumunji. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Chigumi. <laughs> that was awful. Chigumi. And, I, like, uh, I like Kumunji. <laughs> Uh, and it's Spine 539, uh, released in 1977, a 2010 release, of course, from October. I, I remember when this came out. I just, I, I saw, I read some of the, you know, postings for it that it was coming out, and I could not wait to uh, to buy it and check it out. And it's, yeah, it's been a Halloween staple uh, ever since. Yeah, I, I held out. Uh, in fact, I, it was... Uh yours truly or well no you <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that, that talked me into watching it and it i i guess i was scared of it because <laughs> i i just I, I expected something uh well i kind of expected what i got but i didn't expect to really like it mm. and it, and my first time i was kind of mixed on it and i but i think that was like because it was basically what what the fuck is is this um, right how, how do you process this yeah um and how do you process so I, house yeah, I mean, it's, there's the filmmaking. Uh, it's very, very well done filmmaking, but all over the place. Uh, and then there's what the fuck moments, which we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. But and, and then there's that third act, which is just uh, you know a crazy, you know, like crayon drawn special effects orgy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I I watched it again last night, and I, I actually really took to it this time. It it really does hold up on repeated viewings, and I think it, it you does. have to watch it with the mindset. You can't like criterionize it. Like, okay, this is this is Antonioni or Bergman. Nope. No, this is this is more like uh, Valley of the Dolls, except better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your second viewing, right, Aaron? This is uh, my second viewing, night. yeah, or really third because I did. Was there was a commentary, right? Yeah. Um, that, does that count? Yeah, I don't. I don't think there is a commentary, oh, okay. unfortunately. But yeah, just the Obayashi. Yeah, well, and that's that's the other thing. We're really not going to get into the supplements, but um, you know, we talked about that on the the last disc. But there's you know, there's the interview and there's a, a short film on there that's worth watching. But my, I'll just share again my first time watching it. I did watch it with Keith Silva, who came back and reviewed it with us last time, and uh, we we really enjoyed it the first time uh, to a point. I just we kind of we had that moment where we were looking at each other, you know, like WTF and. But also, you know, at the end said, you know, that was great. I, I'm going to have to buy that because it was just before the Criterion sale. So, you know, it, we kind of had that look like, did we like that? Did we not like that? And, yeah, I, mm. we were both on board from the first viewing. But I, I think it does get better. I mean, you can see um, more, I, I don't know, the, the filmmaking. You can see the, more of the, you know, WTF moments. You can uh, pick out some influences it's it's a fun one to kind of pick apart and even you know the supplements are uh interesting and you know kind of inform the, the film even i, I uh, originally i didn't watch emotion and i think it's it's worth seeing that to kind of see mm-hmm. the just the frenetic absolutely frenetic editing style of of that film and you know how you can just miss different pieces um like there's there's these title cards that i couldn't even process because they came across the screen you know so fast so see some of the influences of you know his his early film emotion and of course how it translates into this just frenetic dream of a i don't know what this is movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah any 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 other you know kind of first impressions you had from uh, the first time you watched it aaron or uh well let's hear from uh, dave and jessica let's do it so uh, how many jessica, gazillion times yeah. have you seen this <laughs> Well, we just watched it again this morning. That was my third time seeing it. I think that it was, was my second. That was just your second. Okay. okay. House is one of the first Criterion Blu-rays that I bought years and years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I forget which sale it was, but it was not that long after it came out. And we watched it at my parents' house, yes. did you say? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I still think that it was one of the cra- it's it's still one of the craziest yeah. movies I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Dave, Dave is the Did criterion. your parents watch it with you though mm-hmm. no, no, no 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 oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that now that would be awesome <laughs> yeah. my parents aren't yeah. have them on the podcast too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting thing my parents aren't really movie people i don't know where i came from yeah 
Um, next year. Next, next year. year. We'll, we'll get them, yeah, yeah. We'll get them I'll, I'll, next year. We'll ask them what their favorite uh, WTF moments were. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the fact that they sat down to watch anything at all <laughs> would be a, what, what WTF moment for them. WTF are you doing on the couch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Dave, like, I was, I'm not like the criterion person, David sure. is. So, but and she's I, very, very supportive. Of course. And I knew that he would buy these Criterion movies and they were like, I'm used to watching the slasher things. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, give me something with Nicolas Cage in it and I am there. (laughs) Um, So when he handed me this Criterion and I read the back and I think they called it like a, like a cross between like psychedelic, like taking psychedelic drugs and watching Scooby-Doo. I was like, I am in. I'm in. (laughs) So I was not, I was I wasn't expecting this from Criterion, like one of Dave's Criterion movies, but mm, yeah. I, I mean, I loved it. I was, I, I still think it's bizarre and weird and wonderful. I actually remember the first time we encountered this movie as an entity. We were at TLA Video in the section where they sell things. And you looked and said, what is this? And picked it up just from the cover and said, this looks cool. I was like, oh, Criterion's on Blu ray now. I should start buying these. <laughs> Oops. That's okay. It, I, but you know what? It happened. And just this cover, anytime someone like sees a Criterion that I feel like is not really mm-hmm. that well versed in Criterion, this is the cover that really stands out to them. Amazing it's cover. It's such an amazing cover. It is. Do we all have the shirt? I don't I have do. the sh- I felt like getting the shirt might be overkill because we have the giant poster in the living room. <laughs> I, I do have the shirt. I know Mark does too. And I, mm. well, I missed opportunity. Should have worn it for this. Not that yeah, you know, anybody can <laughs> hear my shirt. <laughs> but it's a loud but, shirt. You don't know. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It Very might orange. actually. It might Very kill orange. you guys. That, that might actually. Um, uh, it might tear off your legs and fling you into a clock. Um, but. I've never worn it in public. <laughs> really? I know. You just go you home. You gotta be loud and proud. You have to be. Yeah, it's it's uh, house pride. Yes, house. Oop. I did wear it. Uh, I did wear it once to. I can't remember. You know, I think I actually wore it to a. Um, th- it was this time of year, probably three years ago. There was a uh, screening of Nosferatu with the in the Andrew Alden ensemble was playing live music for it. Oh, cool. And so I wore my house shirt, and I remember coming out, and someone actually recognized it. So I'm like, "You are nice. a beautiful lady." <laughs> for I'm recognizing awesome. the shirt. All right, I'm trying uh, to think of uh, of of batshit Criterion cult movies that are anywhere anything like this. Um, maybe like Eating Raoul a little little bit, but it's hmm. it's not a horror. It's kind of horror. Kind of horror-ish, yeah. That. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good uh, comparison. Or maybe uh, Cronenberg, a little bit, but without the. I mean, that's more pure horror. Are you, are you a Cronenberg right. fan, Jessica? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Sweet. But that, yeah. but that's like a real movie. Not to say that House isn't a real movie, but <laughs> oh, it's, it's like a, it's like a cartoon almost. It's like twenty just, real movies. Just like the staging of sometimes how the girls like pose and like lean on each other. It's like what am I? It's like Bugs Bunny come to life. It's nothing like nothing else I've ever seen. Yeah. It's still <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, <laughs> talking about this film, we have, uh, there are a lot of WTF moments. And so it, <laughs> we need to get into some of them, um, you know, whether, yeah, what stood out to you guys and whether it's, you know, first viewing, second viewing, you know, I, I think it's kind of interesting to talk about what you pick up the second time that maybe you didn't, you know, didn't catch the first time or what just grabbed you on the first viewing. So, but I'll turn it to you, uh, you guys first, Jessica, what, any favorite, um, WTF moments. What caught me on the first viewing was when Melody gets eaten by the piano. I mean, hands down. That's the only thing that I really remembered in vivid detail from the movie. But it's watching, the most balls out crazy scene of the entire film. It is. Really. And she kind of I mean, looks it's... like she's enjoying it at some points. And it's like, hmm. Well, she loves music. She do, she's she's dying becoming for one her of the you know? Yeah. Um, but and that this, piano just does not it's not the very most efficient eater either no <laughs> it takes right. its time and like you know it's it's almost like a cat playing with, well speaking of cats yeah. like yeah. a cat playing with their food uh spinning it all over the place you know uh, going bonkers mm-hmm. yeah it's it, it's not efficient at all no but but watching it again this time my favorite part and i don't even know if it's a like i feel like the whole movie is a what the fuck thing but mm-hmm. this 
but I loved when I think she was in the bridal kimono I think it was maybe gorgeous and just blood started like it was because her bridal kimono is completely white and then mm. just this red blood she be starts to become soaked in it and I yeah. just I I was I was living I, I loved it she loves that gore I, I do <laughs> I do it's a nice juxtaposition too you know you get it the is. white with the yeah. red yeah it was it's beautiful nice. yeah. yeah it's so good with colors uh, mm -hmm. yeah 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 how about you, Dave? My favorite, what, well, definitely in the first viewing, and it still is true now, my favorite what the fuck moment in this movie. Well, basic, I, I'm assuming anyone listening to this has seen the movie or knows the plot. I don't even think it's that important to know the plot. But the girls are going to go visit. There's Gor a plot? <laughs> basic <laughs> plot, seven girls, all of whom have names like gorgeous, kung fu, sweet, fantasy. 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 Uh, Mac. Mac is, mm -hmm. Mac is the best. Right. <laughs> but anyways, Gorgeous's aunt, there's just a musical number, and it just cuts to Gorgeous's aunt dancing with the skeleton. Just this little, like, Halloween <laughs> decoration they found, and they just put strings on it. They're just dancing together. That's no, just it was fun. from her father's clinic. Oh, it was that from was her father's medical. clinic. It was a was medical a, clinic. That's a, right. So it's a real skeleton. Yeah. It's a real... With a oh, of course, yeah. That's some plot a real four-foot wow. skeleton with a googly eye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's definitely something that has always stuck with me, because that's almost like... Once you get to that moment, it's like, I get this movie now. I'm with you. I understand yeah, you. We're one and the same. Yeah. How about you, Aaron? Well, uh, on first viewing, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was a year ago. Uh, well, probably, uh, this is probably the, the one that a lot of people have. Uh, the, when I watch it, you know, like a lot of the, the what the fuck mo moments are like in the first hour or so. I, of course, really the last half hour isn't entirely what the fuck, but um, <laughs> yeah, but I guess it's just kind of the slow build and just the randomness of, of the, and also with the filmmaking too, there's so many different styles thrown in. But um, I think once, you know, it's almost like a real movie, just like a real... Um, it's almost like a movie. <laughs> I mean, it's a little crazy, you know, you have that disoriented, uh, like, uh, uh, what is that, framework... Um, with the, the frame sub, rate. yeah, yeah. It, uh, the mirrors, it, it, so little weird uh, touches that uh, that are unsettling, but it, it still seems like there, you know, there's the stepmom and the mom or the dad, and uh, you know, the, like Dave alluded to, there's a plot, mm -hmm. um, but then once uh, the Go Diego song kicks in with that, um, uh, I'm gonna play it. So the Go Diego song kick, kicks on, and it's like a Mentos commercial, um, <laughs> and it's it's just so so cheery and so upbeat. And then all of a sudden, that guy falls down the stairs, or he slips on a banana peel, right, or slips on something, falls mm. down the stairs, but does like this ping pong, um, like uh, break dancing, you know, turtle thing, and then bounces off a car. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And oh, he gets yeah. a bucket stuck to his ass, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a bucket. Yeah, and he has to go to the hospital for that. And, and, and the kids, kids the... playing the drums on the yeah. on the right. butt bucket. Oh, he's, song. Yep. he's thrilled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude just got hit by a car. Poor uh, Mr. Togo. <laughs> yeah, but when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is this is something completely different. Um, yeah, it, it felt like an after school special to me at that point. Like yeah. something you would yeah. see, you know, in the middle of, of right. an after school special in this film. It's like. And it, it almost feels like some kind of a transition, but a transition into nothing. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it's almost a digression. Because it's like, <laughs> right. Wait, this exactly. is a horror film? Oh, okay. And that's where the Scooby-Doo element, I think, really comes in. Because yep. you, you have that little, you know, let's go, let's have a song. <laughs> and I, don't, then, right. I don't think there's too many after-school specials in which seven teenage girls invite their teacher to go on vacation with them. And he accepts. No, that no, that's an after-school special. <laughs> you just described <laughs> it. Don't do it, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Not, if he says yes, not okay. Public service announcement. Stay no, at home. Your turn mom. your phone off. Uh, <laughs> do not get in that weird bus. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bus is the bus is nuts. Uh, yeah, that that scene where it's like, um, it, it's not my favorite WTF moment, but I noticed it even more this time because you can tell that the camera is is pointed on them in the bus. The the shades are drawn uh, basically because you know there's nothing outside, and the camera's just shaking like this back and forth, right, you know, right, left and right, to to make it look like they're moving, but you you know they're on a set, and you know. It's, you can't help but like real. dance with that though when the camera's I know. moving. Like, yeah. You're yeah. just in that world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I, I think my favorite though is uh it comes and even with a second and third viewing, I love where Auntie goes into the fridge and it's just oh, right. she just disappears, you know. It's just it Yo, and she not? describes earlier that, you know, the fridge is is not working, but then I and I forget if it's sweet or one of the girls, you know, sees her go into the fridge. Fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's in this, and it's in this long shot, and then she comes back uh, into the, uh, and that's in the background. And she comes into the foreground and actually looks at the camera and smiles, kind of a, you know, breaking the fourth wall moment. I just, I love it. Yeah, isn't she like on a, like a beam in the house, yeah. like almost like, she's in like the attic kind of thing? Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, a rafter or something. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah there, so there's a secret path from the refrigerator to the roof of the house. Um, so yeah. This movie doesn't make sense, by the way. <laughs> what makes you think that? So, yeah, so that was the uh, the aunt in the fridge. How about some more uh, WTF moments? Jessica, another favorite? I, this, and this isn't even the weirdest thing, but it's something that I greatly enjoyed. So the woman that uh, Gorgeous's dad is going to marry, whenever they show her, it's always slow-mo, and mm-hmm. she has, like, very flowy things going on and everything is just very flowing in the wind and then when she's driving to the house to like see gorgeous it's all like slow-mo flowing um scarves and everything and i found it interesting because dave was telling me that the director wanted to make like a an american movie like a fun american movie yeah he was trying to make jaws yeah but it reminded me of like turn out that way like you know like movies in the 1940s when the starlets were like the beautiful starlets would be driving and they're flowy you know especially the car scene when her scarf is flowing in the wind sure um so mm-hmm. i don't know if that's what he was going for like old hollywood beauty with her, like with the mom or the stepmom mm, yeah. but god knows <laughs> but i just i appreciated that i was like this she's always in slow-mo and she's always got a fan on her like beyonce yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I noticed that in house the, lemonade uh, the, yes the, the end is like uh, it's kind of like an, ep- an epilogue and yeah she's she's walking mm-hmm. towards gorgeous and of course she's got the fan on her and gorgeous obviously doesn't have Nothing. the fan on her yeah. so it's <laughs> it's almost like like a character's theme song but it's a theme uh, visual exactly yeah, that's yeah um and she, yeah. and she's almost like almost like the antagonist but or or even <laughs> like, well one of i guess the cat and the ant is, and the house are antagonists yeah. Or, but kind of a side character, or actually kind of a motivator. Actually, she she really motivates uh, the girls to the um, uh, what's her name, gorgeous, to to go to the house. If only so. the dad had not decided to get remarried, the, those girls would not have been eaten awesome. by that house. That's right. <laughs> I bet I bet I bet a lot of people think that. If only I hadn't done that, those girls wouldn't have been eaten by that house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's gonna re- rethink, make me rethink my life choices. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't want to be responsible for that. <laughs> Aaron, what have you done that caused someone to be eaten by a house? <laughs> I went to the wrong restaurant. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I have one. Um, and actually, I brought this this up in the first podcast, the you know the, the long gone deleted one. Or, but I, I remember seeing the matte painting, uh, the mountains uh, when they're they're they're, they're sh- when they, the bus drops them off. They're in the valley with mountains, actual real mountains, gorgeous Japanese mountains, mm-hmm. and you see a long shot, and then the bus takes off, and you see them sitting next to a matte painting of mountains. I noticed that right. too. Yeah, and at first I thought it was just a fuck up. I thought, that, uh, what's going on here? But then when I watched it again, you know, you, you, you pick up on things. And I noticed that that same matte painting was there at the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of the, one of the, maybe the first 10 minutes or so. And I, I, it was just there. It was just a quick shot. There's lots of little quick shots. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then it, there's, it's actually there at the end, too. Yeah, when Mr. Uh, Togo arrives, it's like, that's the yeah, bus right. stop. The bus stop it, is a matte yeah, right. thing. He, yeah. he stops in front of it, too, for no apparent reason. It's in right. long shot. He stops, and then he goes. Mm-hmm. And and also, it, when, when they actually zoom in after that long shot to the, um, the matte painting, um, it's not fully in frame. And the movie is right. shot so, uh, I, I guess, I can't think of the word, but uh, the movie's shot so... Purposefully? Yeah, <laughs> so painstakingly. So uh, you know, th- this guy definitely was conscious of everything in the frame, and he wouldn't have like a matte painting just slightly tilted to where you could see like just a crack of a mountain behind it. <laughs> so yeah, it was definitely intentional. And but yeah. what again? What point? What what is that? Having a matte painting at a bus bus stop. What does that do? <laughs> I have to ask real quick. Have you guys seen any of this director's? commercial work because he was a commercial director yes. in japan uh, mark you've got to check out a commercial for a perf- for uh what it, not it's a, a perf- cologne a cologne yeah. called mandem and charles bronson <laughs> is the is the star of the commercial because back in the 70s american actors would do japanese commercials because they wouldn't feel like sellouts then. i feel they still do that I, I yeah i bet they do still do that yeah they definitely do <laughs> but this commercial yeah. you can if you see that commercial suddenly the entire style of house makes sense because <laughs> uh, we is... talked about that last time with oh, Keith, did? actually. Okay. Yeah, well, you would have no way knowing. I, it's true. <laughs> but uh, but Keith uh, said we had to watch it, so I actually watched it after that, uh, after we recorded. You and yeah, that to. that is, yeah, that you're right. That does put uh, house in perspective. Um, I, I I just have to wonder, like, was this? And this is something you asked me, like, is was this normal in Japan in 1977, or did they think it's just as weird as we do now? And right. I don't know. I don't think there's any way of knowing. It it was a hit with young people, you know. Oh, they was? they yeah, it was a hit with young people. They they took to it, which, you know, makes sense. I mean, it's about young people and it's just crazy and frenetic and it's, you know, it's got editing, you know, similar to uh, like a commercial. Um, one could say maybe commercials sure. are for young people. They're, you know, 30 seconds long, but yeah, surprisingly a, a hit in Japan. Huh, I I I thought it didn't do well, but I, I but it was kind of forgotten for a long time, and I guess yeah. it just came, kind of came back. But uh, right. yeah, it's a uh, well. If, and I'm not going to say I'm an expert on Japanese '70s film, but I've I've seen some, and, it, and there's a lot of genre stuff. Uh, and so I I don't I don't know if there's anything like this, but I, I kind of don't think so. Uh, it's I, one I of think the we would, yeah. I can't imagine. And you know, Obayashi he was trying to do really an anti uh, Kurosawa, you know, anti Ozu. I mean, it's this has nothing to do with anything that they would. Uh, possibly do yeah so it's, he was you know, he, he didn't like japanese side. movies at that time that's why he was trying to make he, an american movie he was successful right. he, succeeded. <laughs> he made the anti-japanese movie uh yes. yeah yeah uh and he, he actually predicted mentos yeah so that's right. do, do you have any uh what the fuck moments mark um, I'm going to say another favorite of mine is uh, late in the film where there is a um, – you see something happening to Mr. Toho, and then uh, during the epilogue we see a pile of bananas. Mr. Toho <laughs> that is was, bananas. That, that, that was going to be my next one. but <laughs> <laughs> just, just the whole banana exchange. It's like, no, I saw watermelons. Bananas? And it's just banana, banana, banana. And suddenly his hat is on a pile of bananas in his old dune buggy. Yeah, there's right. a weird uh, fruit motif, uh, with, well, really just two fruits, watermelon yeah. and bananas. And um, yeah. I, I, I'm sure some grad student has done a, a, a paper on this. But, um, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Must I have be. no idea what they mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and on the fruit thing, it, it made me, I mean, the, the whole watermelon scene is uh, by the well is just nuts. That's you when know? you, that's, that's another thing when you see that things are going to get real weird. Yes. That's the first, <laughs> that's when that's the first appearance yeah. of the bad blue screen. And the bad blue yeah, screen yeah. in itself it's like a great what the fuck moment because like that's great if you listen yeah. to the director interview he's talking about how like we had no idea if these effects were going to work or not we just had we right. just had to go for it oh no see i didn't think it was for 19 19- oh i didn't think it was bad blue screen. I, it gave a character yeah it, for it, today it does give yeah. a character it's bad blue screen in the sense that you can see the blue outline around people she yep. was glowing she's <laughs> <laughs> got a blue glow yeah i, I think you, a lot of and a lot of the special effects too, like you know, we talked about the piano scene that has uh, a ton of special effects. That today you're like, okay, they're really just drawing on the frame, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what they did, and and I'm I'm old enough to have watched Hellraiser when it came out, and I remember thinking, man, these special effects are amazing. And then when I watched it again, 
I was like, okay, no, they just painted shit on the frame. <laughs> so, so I, I think you have to put give them a little bit of a. This uh, is true. Rope there. So. When I when I say bad blue screens, I say it with love. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge them on the based on Avatar, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch House anytime before Avatar. Me too. You know, House and Avatar would actually be pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> a double feature. I just want yeah, to see House. James Cameron make Avatar in the world of House. James Cameron, <laughs> his films need a live head in a well. Yes. Uh, a severed head in a well that talks and then floats. And then bites and someone's then bottom. Bites someone's ass. Bites yep. a butt, yeah. 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 A... I'd love to see House in 3D. Someone's got to you know, 3D it. That'd be sweet. You know, you, the new, pl- oh, they're not really new anymore, but the, you you had the, the TVs now, nowadays have that convert option, so you could That's watch right. it and uh, yeah. and see see how, how it goes. That might wow. be my viewing tonight. It might kill you. <laughs> the piano eats you. No. Your fingers are playing the piano. My, my TV will eat me. If I turn on 3D on my TV, my TV will eat me. Yeah. see that happening. Um, but do you have any others, uh, Dave? Me? Oh, geez. Uh, I mean, other than the style itself. You kind of talked about like the frames and how there's like all these split-screen stuff kind of going on. Mm-hmm. But just a sense there's like... There's action going on in the screen, and suddenly, like, this feathered effect and, like, this circle of close-ups going on on top of that. And that's totally like that... Com- I-, I feel like that's that commercial style. And just how it just floats in there so easily. And it's like, okay. And you were even saying, like, when it started doing, like, the, the, the circle zooms, like, that silent movie style, I was like, that's a great way to show that that, that <laughs> character is isolated right now. It's like, you know what? You're right. That is a great way of showing that. Yeah. It's weird. But it gets the job done. Yeah, yeah. You get that dolly zoom shot, you know, like yeah. the, the Kubrick shot, you know, at the well is great. Mm-hmm. You only see it once. I thought he might use it more than once, but yeah. That was and I love those those old flashback shots. Uh, I love how the characters do commentary on them. Yeah, as they're they're narrating yeah. or talking about, uh, like, like they're watching. as if they're watching yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're you're in the war, and uh, oh yeah, you died and stuff. I find it very interesting <laughs> that for the 1940s they chose to do silent movie style. I know. It's great. <laughs> Yeah. But it, I, it works. It's, it's effective. Fun. It does. <laughs> it gets, it gets yeah. the job done. It's beautiful, actually. And, and they actually use uh, silent movie filters, too. They, mm-hmm. you know, like the pink and uh, blue and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. You know? I, I love the shot where you see the mushroom cloud and one of them says, oh, it's like cotton candy. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys seen, not to, not to go off the track here, have you seen the Koganata vi- visual essay about House and uh, the whole, like, bombing of Nagasaki? Or, uh, and Hiroshima? No, no, but that sounds really serious. It's very <laughs> serious. It's like way more serious than you'd expect anything about House to ever be. Criterion, I think, had asked Koganada to do it because he's done a couple special features yeah. for them. And uh, it was on their website a couple Halloweens ago. It's definitely very interesting because uh, I forget which city he lived in because the director, Obayashi, survived the bombing mm-hmm. of Hiroshima or Nagasaki. And... Uh, Basically, Koganada is trying to say, like, this whole movie is talking about how, uh, like, we experience this huge tragedy and the youth of today don't understand. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and we did get into that a little bit on our serious podcast. Uh, <laughs> and there is, a, even though this is a bonkers movie and uh, and makes no sense, yeah, you you can watch it and piece together these these themes they, yeah, there's a lot of war stuff a lot of uh, a lot of dark stuff you know not just cats throwing up um, but yeah I, anyway <laughs> yeah yeah you get the familial stuff too that you know I, I love the shot and they show it a couple times of the uh, the the window the, the scene early on with gorgeous and her dad and the stepmom and the scene is broken up by the uh, the windows mm-hmm. you know in the I don't know oh, what you call great. that but it's yeah, it's beautiful and just you know, kind of showing it like a fractured family. I guess you, know, you could mm-hmm. read something into that. Maybe Obayashi had a fractured family. You know, you know maybe he had daddy issues. And it's lined like it's. They have little mirrors on the the, the framework of the window, and I don't think I don't mm-hmm. think there's any panes. I think it's just like a, a open window. Mm-hmm. Um, not not very right. efficient um, for oh. keeping their house cool. No. Or warm. <laughs> but it does uh, show the sunset uh, and. That, all its wonder. Maybe that, they just live out. Sunset. Yeah, maybe they just. Maybe it's just a wall with a matte painting on it, and that's how they keep their house cool. There's no actual balcony. Maybe right. the matte painting is the wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
You know what? That's not a bad way to live. Every every window has a wonderful view. It's like Blast from the Past with Brendan Fraser when the dad moves for a walk and makes the bunker in the basement and paint, you know, it all looks. Yeah. Oh, sure. Mm, just I think I'm going to start a real estate venture. Right? Gonna, well, I was going to say, Matt Paintings, sell it to Lowe's or Home Depot. It's right, or college there kids. Go. There you go. Matt Painting walls. Yeah. For your right. house, Sue. Or your dorm, you know, why yeah. not? <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't eat you. Yeah. All right, I I have one. It's a, like a little thing. Well, actually, it's not a little thing, but the chandelier scene. Um, so, all right, there's like a, a big loud sound, like a, mm, and then a piece of a chandelier falls, skewers a lizard. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Then oh, yeah. hippie music plays, people scream, uh, kung fu jumps up, and we see the cat flying through the air. That's kind of like. Uh, uh, they dissolve into each other. Um, they're kind of two images transposed. And then she knocks another sliver of a chandelier into a phone booth, and she gets cheered. So <laughs> did that make sense? Not it at all. makes total sense to me, but I just watched the movie. <laughs> I, it I, happened. I, yeah. I took it like Kung Fu sensed danger, and she mm-hmm. didn't want her friends to get hurt by this falling chandelier. So she Kung Fu'd it. And save the day. Not There's dead. a lot, yeah. lot yeah. more chandel- parts of the chandelier, though. There's not just more two. Yeah. <laughs> she, she has a, that chandelier had a grudge for Kung Fu, let's just say. Yeah, yeah. Or chandeliers right. in general. The light ate her. The light ate yeah, her. Yeah, the, the light fixture. I don't know if the, the right. second one you'd really call it a chandelier. But, this is true. It's a light uh, fixture. Yeah. It's a fixture. But, but it, it, it did fixture her head. It did. Um, and upper oh. body. <laughs> but you know what? Kung I, I Fu liked, is, a, uh, is a lady I, of action. She gets shit done. She is. And Even she, when she's dead, yeah. she, um, yeah. Yes, like she, she has her own music her too. Came back to kick things. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> when I'm dead, I want my legs to come back and kick things. Uh, <laughs> yes. How, how do we get that to happen? You need so, to just mm-hmm. be as awesome as Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do my best. That's <laughs> some, uh, words to live by. So, do you, Jessica, do you have any other uh, any moments that uh, you love? Oh dear! Besides the whole thing, um, <laughs> the whole package. I, yeah, I like when I like when Gorgeous is sitting at her uh, vanity and she's putting on like the bridal makeup and everything, and then she just starts. They super, I guess they superimpose like flames and her whole right, like, right, like body is her face just falls away. Yes, and, yeah. yes, it's so cool. It just like falls off, and there's only flames behind it, and then and then the side view is her whole body, uh, like in flames, and then flames in the mirror. And I thought, I, I, it's, I don't know what that has to do with a house eating her, and mm-hmm. so her aunt can be young again. Because she's still waiting for her lost love who died in the war. I have no idea why she turned into flames. A flame home. But it does kind of work if if you're going with the um, you know the bombs on Nagasaki and, yeah. and yeah. stuff. It yeah. it works completely there. And if that's Definitely. what he was trying to do, I think it's totally baller and I'm down. Good call. Yep. Um, yeah, and the special effects actually, I, I think those hold up a little bit at least. Yeah. The, it's like they carved out pieces of her face, yeah. like like puzzle pieces, and then like little by little, I mean, it's, it happens quick. They it burns up. It's almost like a bad case of spreading acne. Analogy, and then you know, oh shit, I didn't take care care of this acne, so it spread to the rest of my body, and I'm on fire. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Yeah, in my I, I figured years. maybe. Yeah. I, I thought maybe the the uh, auntie just wanted you know well done gorgeous you know she'd been eating the girls and well done gorgeous <laughs> yeah yep. she had enough of raw mac yeah right right there enough eyeballs in gorgeous. her oh yeah <laughs> that's she's... so bizarre too and yeah. he sees it fa- like they're eating fantasy. the watermelon she's the only one seeing yep. all of the weird and shit and nobody believes her because her name's yep. fantasy. fantasy right yeah um, um, and she just like opens her mouth a little bit and there's like the eyeball looking mm-hmm. around. Yep. She's winking, Hi. and, and she has that crunching too. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, dumplings. The crunching. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought maybe I I thought of it this time watching it because they you know they had the watermelon, but are they actually eating Max's head in that yes. case? Seemed like it because the watermelon kind of like talks and like wobbles back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Max's head, I guess, was disguised as a watermelon, so I, I guess not to give up anti. I'm, I'm saying this like I figured everything out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You need to write a dissertation on House, Aaron. I, I love how uh, there's the, the lady, or and I forget which character it is, but they just she just opens the door and says, can I have some toilet paper, please? Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's like a fake out. It's Melody. The hand. Right. It's like a jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did you... You Melody, said yeah. it's like Lissa Bubba's bus. What? You were oh, watching the, the cat Oh, people. it's 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 the Luton bus. It's, she's the Luton bus, because you think it's going to be something horrifying, and because you see this arm beckoning fantasy, and she's just like, toilet paper. Right. It's like a reverse jump right. scare. Yes! <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like a sit down, well, literally a sit down um, and don't jump scare. Yeah. And, it's like, um, ooh, God. Yeah. Some gross parts. Uh. Well, there was one thing, Jessica, I had to ask you about this because sure. I, I've i seen it three times now and I'm still struggling with this. What do you think about the young girl nudity? What is, what is with that? Because there's a lot, I mean, Kung Fu is, you know, more and more declothed. There's some nudity in the film. What is he getting at there? Well, hmm. I thought it was funny that she kung fu'd her skirt clean off of her. Right. So it never puts it back never on. Never puts you know, it back it on. Stays off. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Dave said her legs need room to, you know. Yes, yeah, for, for the out. kicking. Right. The skirt yeah. is just inhibiting yeah. her from kicking. I did. You don't want to get in the way of that force. Yeah. No, no, no. I I did notice the nudity this time around, and it was like slightly jarring because it's so. Mm-hmm silly and cartoonish and then all of a sudden you see boobies and it's just like hey (laughs) so i was a little like what's going on here but i don't know i mean i was fine with it and if i think that the aunt is consuming these girls to become young again i mean Mm. She's more, I mean, she's old and decrepit, even though she looks pretty darn good for being dead. Um, <laughs> she's old and decrepit, and to show the different parts of the female form that she's morphing into, I think, mm-hmm. would make sense. Um, but it's just a little weird that yeah. it comes out of this very, you know, Looney Tunes type of movie. I have a question. Is it weirder that there's nudity in this Looney Tunes movie? Or that we see someone get eaten by a piano and there's blood spraying everywhere. I love, see, I love that bre- the blood spraying everywhere. <laughs> like, if this was Europe, it would be the opposite of, way around. But since we're like Americans, it's like, ooh, it's like mm-hmm. the human form. I feel uncomfortable. I, I, I also have to say real quick that when we watch movies, who's the first one to point out that there are boobies on the screen? It's me. <laughs> it's, it's like the really podcast. Oh, boobies! I get very because there's always boobs in horror movies, and it's like boobies. oh, sure, yeah, yeah, and and there's a lot of boobs in Japanese movies too, even like '70s movies. Yep. Yeah, it's like just, so. There's there's mm-hmm. boobs. Yeah, it's like yeah, oh, you just don't I see them this young. <laughs> well, are yeah. they? Are the actors that young? In you know, I don't know yeah. actually. I, I you'd have to look into that, but I I yeah they one thing about actors a lot of times they play younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right. yeah, they, this did not seem like a. I, I don't. I think it's like more brief nudity because I don't yeah. even remember it that well. But yeah. it, it it didn't seem like a mature body, if that makes sense. I think there's. Yep. I think a lot. It's weird because a lot of the times the nudity is also very fractured because it's someone that's been torn, torn apart, up. and yeah. you just right, kind of see right. it like blue screen. But there are a couple people that are nude in full on camera. Who? Mm. Uh, there is. Yeah. Um, Pro- prof is prof later. Is nude in, um. in the water. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. And gorgeous at the end of the film. Oh, with her, yeah. 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 Who's I, I think oh, actually right, right. like gorgeous as the aunt, as gorgeous or yeah. whatever yeah. that is. But yeah, it's amazing. This film is so bonkers that you have to explain to three guys where there's nudity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the first thing you notice? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. But I guess it would be creepier if they were like elementary school age, but they're like. They're obviously late teen. They're supposed to be late teenagers. So yeah, there's like, your moral high ground, guys. Sure, <laughs> it's okay. I mean, ooh, sure. that sounds horrible. And I'm a teacher, so that's okay. Yeah, but you're just watching out for your class. Your yeah, yeah. Right. your students. No, that 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 is creepy. I'm I'm not down with that at all. No, but. No. Anyway, <laughs> but I, I, and I was questioning it too because I'd be watching uh, emotion. There's there is a, a little bit. There's less nudity, but there's almost more implied nudity. Uh, but there is a naked toddler, so yeah. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't and know. There, Apparently, there's also his... the bathtub scene too, where she just 
the bathtub disappears, and she has, she's out, I, mean, I have no idea what what that's supposed to be. But it, yeah, was she nude in that? I, I guess she had to be. Yeah, yeah. There's there's plenty of it. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Toddlers. That's not right. No. It's a bit much. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's a it, it it was actually it was tastefully done. Uh, in in that you know some you know some movies just have like a, a backside or whatever sure. you know quick mm-hmm. shot of a toddler. But I just thought of it again because you know of how much nudity there is in house. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I so. think some movies have done, like, you know, kids bathing, that sort of thing, right. running around the house. And I, I guess you don't really think about it, like, you know, you just that's just part of kids running around the house naked when they're when they're little kids. Right, yeah. right. So, uh, I, in fact, I can't even think of movies off the top of my head, but I know that that's been in some pretty um, pretty big movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. So what about that ending? Um, all right, everybody's dead, even even gorgeous, and then her stepmom shows up, and but then I guess the aunt has become gorgeous, mm-hmm. and pretty much intimidates the aunt. Or I'm sorry, the stepmom, who of course is flowing and has the wind blowing at her hair. Yeah, yeah. But and what she say? Uh, My friends are here, and they'll be coming out soon because they're hungry. Mm-hmm. Yes. they always right. wake up when they're hungry. They always right. Yeah. That's kind of like a fuck you to stepmoms, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and you almost like yeah okay I get it. Yeah, you gonna get eaten, girl. I have to wonder <laughs> since this is basically like a story written by Obayashi's daughter. Did Obayashi just get remarried? Oh, you know, question you mark. Wonder, yeah, was was this this some processing of some emotions? And That's he was just like yeah. yeah, let's just put it in the movie. I don't. I'm I'm going to ignore all the implications of this. That's fine. Wow. Yeah. Good call on that. And doesn't the stepmother then like turn into the buyer? Oh, that... her, her scarf that is she does. She just down. blows up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's what's weird because you know their friends are gonna eat something, but it's all burnt. You know. Yeah, well, uh, right. you know, like you said, well done. Well yeah. done. Well done, yeah. stepmom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, Hiroshima. Yep. So mm-hmm. there you go. Now, yeah. a little, little more serious moment too at the end, where you know there, there's that whole line from Auntie, the final line about flesh perishing and living through the hearts of others, and then mm-hmm. the one thing that never perishes is love. I mean, is that you know, what's that supposed to be? I mean, is it after school special again, where you're you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> giving some kind of a moral or? It's it's a, a moral morally positive thing to eat seven people and be and have them. Um, become a part of you that's a good thing yeah all for love okay. it's all for love for love right <laughs> i i mean also she loved those girls she she, she was she waited her whole life for her love to return and yeah. he obviously did not so i kind of i kind of like how she's still waiting since that love never hurt her body has perished but her mm-hmm. love still Exist and it's almost as if it's haunting the house and it will stay there forever and wait forever and it might just have to eat, you know, girls in the meantime. Um, <laughs> but but that it's that it's there and also going again to Hiroshima and stuff. Um, I think it's a nice. He he lost. You said he lost like all of his friends yeah. during the bombing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. again, yeah. going back to that, you know, you, you could lose somebody, but you can't lose the love that you have felt for feel for them yeah and the ant is is eating people really for vitality just mm-hmm. to keep mm-hmm. herself you know in in shape just in case you know that love comes back exactly. so it, in a way yeah it's a kind of a somber or um um serious tale yeah so that there is a it's easy to make fun of it because it is so out there but there there are some some darker um more insightful character uh truths yeah. I, think, I think obayashi has proven to us that the best way to get across a serious point is to make a batch insane movie totally <laughs> yeah i just attention grabbing yeah i just hope that somebody feels like that way for me at some point like are will you eat <laughs> right. people to, if i leave and don't come back if you, don't, if you, leave and you don't better I will devour <laughs> whoever comes near the house. Okay, good, good. Yeah, these are like new marriage vows. <laughs> yes. oh. To have and to hold, to eat people just in case. Yes. <laughs> oh, my parents wouldn't like that at all. Yeah. Oh. That's I, funny. So you have to rate a movie like House or 
Do you? I don't know. Let's <laughs> let's rate this thing however we can rate it. Jessica, what rating, a scale of 1 to 10, or maybe a scale of, you know, how, however many girls, cats, <laughs> skeletons, what would you give it? Um, I'm going to give it a score of 13 demon cats, which <laughs> means I really, really like it. It's not for everybody. Um, it's, it's definitely not for everybody. But if you just want a fun, irreverent, just ridiculous time, uh, watch yeah. watch House. You It won't disappoint. Mm-hmm. Dave, 13 demon cats. 13 stacks <laughs> of bananas. Oh, mm. a lot of bananas. That's a lot of bananas. That's that's Mr. the Togo's. Rating. Lots of Mr. Togo's. It's lots of Mr. Togo's. It's 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 more than one Mr. Togo, in my book. <laughs> no, this movie is amazing. Each time I watch it, I love it more and more. You, mm. there's nothing like it. You really can't compare anything to it. It's wonderful. It's magical. It's special. Everyone should own it. Everyone needs to watch it. Enough said. I'm going to go eat a banana. <laughs> Aaron. I give it one watermelon head. Um, <laughs> but that's a really, really good watermelon. And it's a very tasty watermelon head. And the eye is delectable. <laughs> no, um, hmm. Yeah, I, I, I was a little on the fence on it the first time, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Um, but I really come, came around. Again, it's it's the movie just to, just to relax, let your brain, uh, you know, leave your brain at the door. Uh, you know, you can try to piece together the themes like the holocaust or the, the hiroshima i guess if you want but uh i, th- I think it's really just enjoyable and actually I, th- I think that really is what he's even if there's some deep darker emotions at the core i think he's really going for just unabashed fun freakiness yeah. quick cuts i mean it's it's very evident in the filmmaking mm-hmm. so yeah I, I look forward to revisiting this every halloween or <laughs> whatever uh, so many many times and i'm gonna wear the sh- shirt in public yes. you should you should absolutely I'm gonna give it uh, ten pianos um, because, Ooh. yeah, I th- I think it's a fantastic film. It does get better with age, like you guys said. I mean, I, watching it the third time, I just appreciate it more and more. And I I think um, it's meant to be seen with a group. That's the best way to see it with more than one person, uh, at least with one other person or multiple. But you know, I did watch it alone this time, and you know, I picked up a lot more from it. I mean, it is as the essay says, it's a modern masterpiece of cinema. Do WTF? Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So nothing like it. Definitely. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah. House. House. Uh, all together. House. <laughs> Hopefully nobody was in a uh, fast food drive through when, uh, when we did that. <laughs> nice. That, that, that was, that was great. Nice, nice work. Well, thanks for listening to Criterion Close-Up, everyone. We uh, would love some feedback. What What do you think about House? How many times have you seen it? What are your favorite WTF moments? Email us at feedback at criterioncloseup.com. Tweet us at CriterionCU and at Facebook slash Criterion Close-Up. would love your thoughts on House. And uh, yeah, wanted to thank Jessica and Dave. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the the more the merrier in talking about this film. It's great to get your perspectives. Oh, thank you for having yeah. us yes, thank you. Really it's great to have you, yeah. Here. Good times. So where can uh, folks find you online? I've been gestured to to go first. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinema versus Dave. That's Cinema vs. Dave. I'd plug my blog if I still updated it regularly. So you can find it, find the link to it on my Twitter. But I haven't done a blog there post we go. in a while. Yeah, so. it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get to it. That's okay. Yeah. I haven't either, yep. so. Yeah. Well, you've been doing this. You have a good excuse. Good point. Good point. There's that. <laughs> what about Jessica? Are you out there yeah. in the cyber world? Or are you, uh, uh, you know, staying? If you if you uh, tweet Dave, I I will I will hear about it. I will see okay. it. I All mainly right. just use my Twitter to follow drag queens and see how beautiful they are. So okay. All not, right. Not really exciting on my end, guys. Okay, so Dave is, is if we want to get a message to Jessica. Yes, I, I will be. Dave is the, will deliver. Uh, I will be Jessica's proxy. And if you're okay. a drag queen, definitely. <laughs> well, not this show, but maybe, you never you know. Never, you never know. You never, you know, never know what life holds. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, it's great to have you guys. Too. Thank you so much for coming on. Again, thank you for having yep. us. Where can folks find you, Aaron? I'm AWES505. And uh, yeah, not tweeting as much lately. I. I 
they my um my Twitter app when uh, when the iOS iOS when the iOS updated um it started crashing so uh, I just found a new one and I, hopefully I'll be on Twitter more to see you Dave. <laughs> yeah, I was Absolutely. having issues with iOS 10 with notifications, but I got it figured out. Yeah, it takes a while. Yeah. And what about you, Mr. Herney? Folks can find me at Mark Herney, H-U-R-N-E, on Twitter. Some uh, Don't tweet a lot, but uh, do plug the show quite a bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of the show, uh, we're going to continue Horror Month. Our next show will be we're going to delve into, I think it's our first Del Toro, uh, yeah. uh, with uh, his first full-length feature, Kronos. Look forward to that. It'll be fun. So, thanks for listening to Criterion Close-Up. We'll house you soon. Feel free to get another beer. Oh, speaking of which. <laughs> I guess it was a survey person. Who was? Oh, Lord. <laughs> She's probably trying to are you going to vote for lie. Trump or are you yeah, going to vote for Clinton? Was that Donald Trump? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was Donald Trump. Mm. We're voting for House Who. Yes. Oh. We're voting for Obiashi. Yeah. <laughs>